Welcome to Wisdom from the Mountain, a podcast about intuition, spirituality, and following your path. I'm your host, Tara Alexandria. I'm a psychic medium, intuitive guide, and healer. I'm here to support you to live from your intuition and find true healing and authentic growth. Thank you for being here and for your willingness to live your best life for yourself and for the world around you. Here we are with the full moon in Sagittarius. This is a really big full moon just before the summer solstice, just before we are taken into the next half of 2019. This is an empress year. This is a hanged man year, the 12 and the three in numerology. We had so much growth potential this year. And a lot of the first half of the year has been very hanged man, meaning that we've been feeling like we are just kind of floating along, waiting for things to happen. We might feel like if we're making things happen or pushing things, they aren't moving fast enough or like we can't quite make a decision that makes sense for us and where everything just seems to click into place. This full moon is bringing us into a serious balance. It's bringing us into a time where our viewpoints become clearer. Our perspectives can get wider. We can jump into that bird's eye view. We can jump into a big picture with small goals kind of a feeling. And that's really wonderful for so many reasons, but especially for our ultimate happiness. It's so important to know that your life is like a project. It has its phases, it has its periods, and some of them are really easy, some of them are really high, some of them are really fun, some of them are really low, some of them are really serious. But a project takes all of these phases in order to reach its completion. So if you're going to start any kind of a project, you need a passion behind it. So behind your life, you need the joy of being alive, the joy to live, the joy to feel the inspiration of breathing and just being here. It's so important to feel that you're a part of life itself, a part of the world, and that you're a co-creator because this helps you to continually revisit that passion because our passion can fall away. Our passion can completely disappear. We can wonder what it is we're even aiming for. We can feel really aimless. With this full moon in Sagittarius, our aim is brought back to our dreams to our greater goals, and to that overall picture of what we want. The important thing to remember with this full moon in Sagittarius and the real messages that I am feeling and bringing through, um, through tarot cards and of course through my own channel, is that it's so important right now to consider the daily support you have in your life. It's important to consider that your long-term goals have small plans that get you there in a way that doesn't feel heavy and difficult, but that feels light and right. 
one of the cards coming forward for us that is amazing is the Three of Cups. The Three of Cups is about celebration. It's about joy. And it's about creating something. In the card that I'm looking at, there are three women dancing on grapes, making wine. And so they're enjoying the process to create something that will then bring joy to other people when it's consumed. The second card that I pulled for this is the Four of Wands. And for those of you that know tarot, the Four of Wands probably gives you really good feelings. If you have a pretty good relationship with it, you know that it is about feeling really contained and supported in your life, feeling like all the right structures are in place, the right people, the right environment, that you really have the resources to support you. I love the Four of Cups so much because it really speaks to the multiple kinds of partnerships that we have in our lives, how we engage in them, and what kind of fire and passion we bring to them. Sagittarius with the bow is all about pointing that arrow toward the next thing. Sagittarius wants to expand their horizons. Sagittarius wants to be really clear about where they're going next and that there is always a next place. When you have this four of wands structure around you, when you feel really supported by the people in your life, by your own environment and the environment you create from within, because your emotional environment is so important. It's very important to understand that you're co-creating your outer world just as you're co-creating your life just as you're manifesting your life so if you are having a lot of negative thoughts you're probably going to be having a lot of negative experiences and a really simple example of this for me one of my favorites is just to bring your attention to people who drive that get angry and people who drive that stay calm they're creating two different experiences for themselves in the same exact situations they're allowing their outer experiences to dictate their emotions. They're allowing their emotions to come out and rage at their outer experiences. So it's really a lot about what you decide, what you choose, and what kinds of processes you go through to decide what your reactions will be to things. And I think it's really important to know that at this time in the year, we're bringing ourselves back to our awareness of our longer term vision. The first half of the year, we might have been caught up in little details. We might have been caught up in smaller projects. And this full moon, this solstice is bringing us back, zooming us out and asking us, are you considering the bigger picture? Are you seeing yourself from the other end of your life looking back? Are you seeing yourself from way up close with a microscope? Where is that vision coming in and how strong is it? If your vision isn't very strong, it's a wonderful time to tap into Sagittarius energy. Sagittarius can really see for themselves, but they also see for the rest of the world because Sagittarius wants to explore the world. Sagittarius wants to roam the world. And so you can really bring in a lot right now. You can really up your magnetism for your greater dreams. The final card that came up is the Ten of Cups. I adore the Ten of Cups. I don't know who wouldn't adore the Ten of Cups, but it is always this high energy, this high energy of feeling happy, 
but even more than that, of feeling content. And if you've been with me for a while, you know that I am all about contentedness. I think it is so wonderful to remember that happy is an emotion. In Chinese medicine, we talk about how it's important not to be in any one emotion too much because this creates issues in the body, this creates issues in the channels. And so what we're actually striving for as humans isn't happiness, but feeling content. Content is the major state that we want to be in. And then we want to be able to cycle through and feel and move with all of the different emotions on the spectrum. The Ten of Cups card that I'm looking at has nine figures holding up cups. And then there's a larger cup that is spilling water out of it and it is flowing towards them. There's this beautiful rainbow at the back signifying this kind of happy, idealized life. And what's so important for me when looking at this is that there are all these figures holding up a cup, filling it up with different feelings, filling it up with different emotions. And then I see them as passing it on, letting things kind of move through, allowing the flow of water to go back and forth, to go in and out. When you open yourself up to this flow, you open yourself up to fulfillment, to feeling like you are achieving something, to feeling like you are walking towards your purpose all the time. Because as I've said before, our purpose is always changing. From one day to the next, we have a different purpose. We have our grand purpose in life. And then we have all these little micro purposes that have to do with who we are and what we do and our roles for other people and how we nurture the world itself. I wanted to share this story with you that happened to me today. And this morning I woke up really early and had a deep meditation practice in total silence. There wasn't even traffic. It was so lovely. And I was meditating on this concept that sort of upset me the other day and I couldn't think my way around it. But I always forget and should never forget that when you can't think around something, you need to meditate through it. And when you meditate, things can wash over you. You aren't reaching for something, but you're allowing it to just come in and to just settle with you and around you. I'm participating in a group of women right now where we're focusing on abundance and we're doing daily meditations and daily work around receiving. One of the questions was for us to list people that we felt had achieved their dreams and that were really happy. And a lot of us were really triggered by this. We couldn't quite think of anyone. And we were like, why don't we know anyone that is living their dream or that is really happy? And in meditation, I went into this space where I could feel that it was more of a judgment on my part that I was thinking that I don't know anyone that is achieving a dream or living their dream and that's really happy. And I broke it down into a smaller perspective, but one that made things really big for me. I'm going to use my mom for an example because I'm really proud of her right now. She has done so much work around manifestation and mindset and her mindfulness and understanding has just grown exponentially in the past year. And I wanna use her as an example because there's a very clear way of seeing this. 
So here's how I decided to break it down. I took everyone in my life and I wrote down their name and I said, dream that they wanted and have achieved. And then I wrote that dream down, no matter what it was. And then the second question I asked was, dream that they didn't know they wanted to achieve or couldn't have imagined, but they have in their life. And then I wrote, new dream that they are currently working on manifesting or literally dreaming about. And for my mom, I know that my mom always wanted a wonderful relationship when she was young. It was something she thought about and dreamed of. I'm sure that many people do, but for instance, that has never really been a focus for me. It's not been something that I sat and dreamed about as a child. I dreamed about other things, but I know that this was something really close to her heart. Well, she met my father when she was 22, I think, and then they were engaged within eight days. And I know this can sound like really irresponsible, but they're still together to this day and they're extremely happy. They have always been a really great couple. They've always been really happy. And so to me, it's like she brought this dream to fruition for herself. The second question that I asked, which was the dream that she didn't know she had, but that she has achieved or that has come to completion in some way or is living itself out, is that she had kids and had a home. I asked my mom sometime this year what she would have done if she didn't have kids. And she said, I have no idea. I didn't really want anything. And even though I didn't plan to have children, once I was pregnant, I was so happy. And once I had my first baby, I was so happy. And she feels really fulfilled with all of it. Her newer dreams center around the largest dreams in her life, the things that we might look at and say, well, that was their real dream. Why didn't they do that? And my mother has always wanted to go to Scotland. She's always wanted to travel more. And she really has this overarching dream of living in Scotland. And so she's not living in Scotland, but she's visited the UK twice in the past two years. She's currently in Canada as I'm making this episode. And I'm so proud of her because she has reached this level of understanding that she can keep going towards dreams, even while she's living out other ones that maybe weren't in the plan. I loved that this way of looking at things came through in meditation because I was really struggling. I was really thinking, are we ever happy? And I recalled this podcast episode featuring the author of the book, The Art of Not Giving an F. I can't swear on this podcast episode because I don't want to mark it as explicit. The author tells us that we always have a low after a high. After the publication of his book and its initial success for the first six months after publication, he went into a bit of a depression. And it was because he'd had this high for six months riding on this kind of wave of success and really knowing that he'd accomplished what he'd been dreaming of accomplishing, publishing this book. But there was nothing on the other side of it to keep his hope alive, to keep him reaching for the next thing. And what I learned from listening to him is that we always need dreams to think of. We always need dreams to reach for and to stay hopeful. There are quotes about how our dreams keep us alive, and it's literally true in this sense. 
So with this full moon in Sagittarius, I'd like to invite you to think about your dreams, but also to think about the dreams that you've already achieved, that you're already living out, that are in progress right now, to start thinking about the big picture, but the smaller goals, and to start inviting in the energy of the rest of this year to start asking yourself, what is the rest of this year going to be like? Is it going to be sweeter and calmer than the first half of the year? Is it going to be wild and frenetic? Are you going to go places? Are you going to stay where you are? What do you want? Start to envision that and start to point your arrow in that direction with this Sagittarius energy. Don't forget that you are always on your path no matter where you are. You can always course correct and you always have your inner voice to help you, to guide you, and to support you. I hope you have an amazing full moon day and thank you so much for listening. <music>